0: Hey everybody, this is Libertarian Tony with the Liberty on Fire podcast. I'm going to do another quick Hits in the News episode. For this episode, I wanted to do a quick rundown on some of the Democratic nominees. There are way too many to go over, so I'm just going to pick and choose the ones that I think are kind of relevant at this point. Obviously, it's way too early to kind of make it a prediction. I will end up making a prediction at the end, um, so I kind of just contradicted myself there, but hey, I don't care. It's my show. Anyway, so let's start with Uncle Joe Biden. Okay, this guy is old. He's really old. He's an old white guy, and he's out there now in the news being a old white guy apologist. I don't think this is going to play well to voters, even though Uncle Joe has a lot of I guess, credibility under uh, being the VP for Obama for eight years and being in politics as long as he has. Uh, There are some websites out there that talk about Joe Biden being so old he may have even given John Hancock the pen to sign the Declaration of Independence. Not really sure that's that accurate. You might want to fact check me on that one. But anyway, that's Uncle Joe. Um... He's been caught on camera numerous times getting like really kind of close and creepy with a lot of people. And I'm sure you've seen that before in the news. That will probably come out if he decides to make a real go of it against Trump. Okay, so let's move on to Elizabeth Warren. Uh, There really isn't too much to say about her, in my opinion, other than fake Indian. So what does that mean? Well, I think Trump either dared her or was going to give her money if she went and got a DNA test to prove whether she was an Indian or not an Indian. And then the DNA supposedly came back, and she might be like one one-thousandth or one one ten-thousandth of, of an Indian or something, and she's using that as evidence that she's Indian, which is a load of crap. And I really think Trump is just going to hit her with that at every debate, And at every rally he goes to, he's going to talk about the fake Indian. And that's probably going to tank her. Uh, I don't think the DNC is going to support her because of that. I think that was kind of a stupid move on her part. She should have just kept going with the whole fake Indian scenario and not actually went out and proved that she was an Indian. I think the, the mystery of it would have been more in her favor. But now it kind of looks like Trump dared her to do something and she went and did it. Okay, so... Yeah, I don't think she's going to be the nominee. I want to move on to Kamala Harris. So she, I don't think she has all that much experience to speak of. Uh, she is the DA of San Francisco for a while, and then, uh, and then she was a California state senator. But other than that, does she have any sort of real experience to be president of 330 million people? I don't think so part of her issues uh, lie in the fact that she has now backtracked on a lot of, of uh, I guess, around drug issues in the state of California and other things. And I think even her own democratic opponents are going to hit her on those topics that she kind of flip-flopped on. And the flip-flopping will probably tank her as well as make it difficult for her to go up against Trump in the debates as well. So I don't, I'm not sure the DNC is going to get behind her. Okay, so Cory Booker, and Cory Booker, I think, will gain some traction, but then kind of fizzle out. Why do I say that? Well, again, I, he just, he doesn't reek of a lot of experience to me. Uh, I think he was a, a mayor and then a senator, and, you know, in, around New Jersey area, so he's got pull in the upper, you know, east side of the country, I said, you, wanna, you know, New England, let's say everywhere else around the country not so much I think he will get um, a bunch of voters who kind of are the white people who hate white people you know will vote for him but other than that you know in a lot of parts of the country I just don't see him gaining the support he'll need to be the nominee okay Bernie Sanders well all right, Bernie Sanders I think is the biggest threat to Donald Trump and Let me get this out there. I don't necessarily like Trump. I just think Trump would have been a much better and is still a much better candidate than Hillary Clinton would have been. I think Hillary would have got us into World War III with Russia. And from what I can see, Donald is trying to avoid World War III with Russia because that would involve a lot of nuclear weapons and mutual destruction and, you know, I have a wife and kids and don't want my family to die. So, yes, Hillary, I think, would have been a massive disaster. Now, that doesn't make Trump a good person. In fact, I don't think he is a good person. However, anybody who wants to be more peaceful with another country who has the second largest nuclear weapon arsenal in the world, I think is a good idea. Okay, so let's get back to Bernie. Uh, Bernie is an out-and-out socialist, and I disagree with him on pretty much everything. However, he has a huge grassroots support network. I saw, and this this is going back to 2016 or 2015 and 2016, Bernie Sanders stickers were everywhere in Liberal Land, California, which is where I live. And I still see Bernie stickers out there now. And I see new Bernie stickers getting out there now. I hardly see any Hillary stickers left. I think everybody tried to kind of scrape those off their cars. I still see Obama stickers but Bernie stickers are ubiquitous. So what does that mean? He's got the grassroots network that he had in 2015. That still exists. So that will help carry him through the nominating process and When push comes to shove and the DNC needs to back someone and the DNC kind of feels like they, uh, you know, pulled one over on Bernie uh, in the last election when they kind of colluded with Hillary Clinton, I think they will come back, they will come out and support Bernie. And I really think it's going to be a Bernie-Trump 2020 fight. Anyway, uh, let's move on. There's a sneaky candidate. His name is Beto O'Rourke. I don't know anything about this guy other than he ran against Ted Cruz. And it's he's got this kind of creepy, like eerily creepy feel to him where the media loves him. For some reason, they are putting this guy up on a pedestal, kind of like they did with Obama. Like Obama came out of nowhere. He was a uh, senator for like two years. And then all of a sudden, he was beaten hell out of Hillary in the nominating process. And I, I don't get it. But anyway, let's talk about Beto. Yeah, the, the media loves him, and they are worshipping him. And it's very similar to what happened uh, years ago when Obama beat Hillary. So I think we have to keep an eye on Beto, and he could challenge Bernie. Um, you know, he's a young, uh, good-looking guy. Uh, I guess what is works against him as well as Bernie is they're both white people. So uh, if the DNC wants to put up someone uh, not... Male and not white, then that will go against both of them. But uh, yeah, anyway, keep an eye on Beto and we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, and the other thing I mentioned about Beto was that he raised like a record amount of money in like one or two days or something after he announced. It was like over six million dollars. So yeah, he's got a lot of supporters uh, coming from who knows where, but still, let's keep an eye on this guy. Okay. Let's get into my favorite candidate of all the the, uh, possible Democratic nominees, and that would be Tulsi Gabbard. Now, why do I like her? I like her because the media hates her. Why does the media hate her? The media hates her because she is excellent on foreign policy, which means she's anti-war. So she wants to bring the troops home. She met with Assad and Sided with Putin against Obama on intervening in Syria. She has military experience, so you know, again, unlike any of these other idiots that are running, she can actually come out there and be like, "Yeah, I'm actually for the troops, and I don't think we should waste our money and our our troops' lives overseas, getting in all these uh, foreign uh, entanglements that really we don't need to be getting involved in." And that, for me, is probably one of the most important issues uh, for a presidential candidate. And one of the reasons why I was in favor of Trump, because Trump said all the right things, even though he's not done all the right things, but he said all the right things when he was running about, you know, being kind of like anti-war or bring the troops home or Bush lied us into a war. Anyway, so yeah, Tulsi is going to have a tough time though. The media doesn't like her at all. The Obviously, most of the media, if you believe this or probably get some of the at least most of their marching orders probably from CIA and you know, other government contacts and of course the government doesn't want you to be anti-war so for her to come out and do that you can see how all the different channels are targeting her uh, and also ignoring her when they shouldn't be uh, because she does have some support kind of like how they ignored Ron Paul when Ron, Ron Paul ran for president so it, it, that's also very, uh, I guess you would say, eerily similar right? between her and Ron Paul, both big anti-war, non-intervention uh, foreign policy types, and they were both either heckled or ignored by the media. So we're going to keep an eye on her, too, even though I don't think there's a chance in hell that the DNC is going to put her up. She's still my favorite. Okay, now on to my prediction. I said I was going to give you a prediction, and I'm going to put i will give you a one and a two— my top choice uh, for who's going to get the nominee is going to be Bernie Sanders, and I explained why earlier, but then uh, number two, I think, is Beto O'Rourke, and I also explained why earlier. There's just a lot of kind of, you know, putting this guy on a pedestal-type worship that I think could carry a lot of support. Anyway, that's it, guys, for this Quick Hits in the News episode my quick rundown of some of the uh, democratic nominees so far. Probably do this several more times throughout the year uh, after updates come out and you know maybe some of the polls come out and show who's in a lead and who's not. If you get a chance, please visit our website libertyonfire.org and don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and thank you very much for listening. See you next time.